What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody. Episode 109. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing fantastic, man. Had some parlays yesterday. One in fantasy hockey this week. Uh, beat time in fantasy football. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a great week. Great last week, and uh, hopefully this week uh, continues. Got Maybe we, we can back to back him. I got Tom this week, so uh, put a, we'll put him put him out of his misery. Yeah, we got to we got to back to back him like the like the Packers send him packing. Exactly. And uh, got a big parlay on the lines. It was a free bet, so hope I hit it. It's uh little ags so nice and then uh i mean let's get right into it man i mean we had uh week six of the nfl wrap up had the ravens versus the giants giants hold off lamar lamar has uh two big turnovers towards the end of the game giants able to hold them off and uh you know score towards the end and not much to say man great coaching job by uh dayball and the staff i mean pretty much match the number of wins as they had last year so i mean looks like hopefully they can get into the playoffs just keep keep them keep the momentum going yeah they had a they had a really nice uh end of the game there closed out the fourth quarter nicely picking off lamar scoring um being down 10 uh getting the lead and then and then uh causing another uh, turnover there to finish the game off and then you know saquon upsetting all his fantasy owners by going down <laughs> <two yard line. laughs> but as we've learned, it's the it's a smart play, especially when you have an explosive offense like the like the Ravens can get some deep deep plays quickly. So I don't think Giants fans will be too upset about that. Oh no, definitely happy about the win. I like the fact that uh, defensively we're getting some sacks. Uh, your boy uh, Thibodeau had a big had the big sack towards the end or the strip fumble, mm-hmm. um, which pretty much sealed the game. So I'm definitely looking forward to what's to come. But I think it's like like I said, man, we have a long road ahead of us. We got a lot of good teams uh, still to play. Um, not to mention, you know, we didn't get to the Eagles yet. We're going to have another matchup against the Cowboys. So, I mean, hopefully, you know, I don't want to say it's on an even out, but, you know, hopefully we can be competitive and win, sneak some sneak some teams and win some games. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I, you can, it definitely they're definitely not the most talented team, but uh, they're definitely, you know, Dayball's got them playing hard. And, and uh, sometimes that's that's all, all you need in the NFL. If you can get 53 guys all on the same page, it, it definitely makes a difference. You know, it doesn't happen in, in all sports, but in football, it's definitely, uh, it can happen. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing as a fan. I mean, even though you know your team's not the greatest, you want to be able to say, hey, you know, they gave it their all, you know, and had a shot to win the game. So, I mean, you can't be any any more uh, happy than what, you know, what they've displayed out there so far in six games. So. Yeah, yeah, you can't ask for much much more than where they're at, that's for sure. And then we had the uh, Patriots and the Browns. Uh, this game was actually went reverse, as we thought. The Browns, uh, we thought the Browns going to run over all over the Pats, and uh, Pats ran all over the Browns, man. You know, a lot of people are saying that uh, uh, Nick Chubb is wasting his uh, his years there. So I don't know, man. I, I, he's a free agent after this year too, right? But they're probably uh, franchising. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, you know, I, I think that um, you know, Bill probably in this game just said let let Jacoby Brissett try to beat us. We're, we're going to plug up the middle and throw nine guys in the box and uh and Brissett couldn't couldn't do it you know i think it was a close game at halftime um, and then uh the uh the browns just started um i mean the patriots just started getting longer runs they they made some turnovers turned over the ball a few times and uh and that was that that was all she wrote oh yeah pretty much uh your, your boy uh belichick had the defense ready to play mm-hmm. you know that's the side of the ball he he does he does great at shutting teams shutting the best option what uh teams like to do so i mean like I said, man, they, they're they a few pieces away, but I mean, you know, with the great coaching they have, they're, they're always going to be in the games. You can't underestimate them. Mm-hmm, for sure. And what, 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 uh, the, the big controversy now in, in, in Boston or New England areas, what, what's going to happen when Max healthy? What's your take? What do you think? Uh, I think you got to let him compete, man. I think, as, I think the way Bill, you know, operates, he's never going to uh, give it back to another player. You got to go earn it. So, I think you definitely let him compete for the position. It's going to be interesting to see um, if, you know, if he decides to roll with the guy who's, uh, you know, building some momentum. It seems like he's understanding the offense. They're able to open it up more with them. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when uh, when Mac comes back. Yeah, I think I think you have to ride 
uh, Zappy the hot hand until until he's not right, and yep. until he until he proves you otherwise. At this point, he's two and zero as a starter and and playing I think progressively better. He, he uh, I think first game he was probably more of a game game manager, but last week he uh, he threw for three hundred yards, had some nice plays, got out of the pocket, uh, moving around a little bit. But yeah, I think you got to let you got to ride it until uh, as long as you can. Yeah, I mean, we see what happened when he did this with Tom Brady. I mean, uh, yeah. your boy Bledsoe went out, and then Tom Brady was hot. And never, never looked back, man. He was just yeah. hot, hot. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe this is a similar situation. And then, but I mean, ultimately, we're gonna have to wait to see what happens, man. It, yeah. But it definitely, definitely something you want to keep an eye out for. For sure. And then we had the, uh, we had your Jets and the Packers, man. You mentioned it earlier. You guys send uh, Aaron Rodgers back packing. Your boy Sauce was wearing the cheese head. You know, there was there was definitely hating on that. Um, your boy uh, Hall was uh, you know, trying to a uh, Lambo dive. Uh, I'm like I'm liking what I'm seeing for you guys, man. How are you feeling after the game, man? It's good. Yeah, you know, they they played well. I think the uh, the defense defense really stood out. Uh, they were able to get to Rodgers, get some pressure on him, knock him down. Quinton Williams had a big game. And then, yeah, yeah, and the special team was good. Blocked field goal, blocked punt for a touchdown. And and then yeah, Brees Hall had the uh, had the big play that, that kind of broke it open where it looked like it was supposed to be reversed to Wilson. Didn't you know he he saw the seam and and he took off and and ran for a 30, 30 yard touchdown or forty yard touchdown. So yeah, I, I like the way they're playing. Uh, obviously, Sauce is is uh is playing well too. Uh, the rookies are are showing out. Just gotta kind of keep keep the foot on the gas pedal. Oh yeah. Definitely like the fact that you guys are uh, you know a run team first. You guys are pretty much building your identity. Um, you guys are mauling people up front on the offensive side and the defensive side. So, I mean, teams, is, is, uh, you guys are not something to sleep on. Uh, at this rate, you guys are pretty much will be the second best team in the division. So just a few more steps away from the Bills, and uh, you guys will be right in there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then we had the Vikings and the Dolphins. Vikings was just too much for the Dolphins, man. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when Tua comes back. They were saying that uh, Tua does not remember getting Carter off the field, so... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he comes back at all, man. I think he just needs to sit it down for the rest of the season. Uh, it sounds like sounds like he's going to be active this weekend. Yeah, man. But I don't know, man. I, I, it just doesn't sit right with me, man. I thought he's always been injury prone. It seems like every time he gets injured, there's always a big injury. It's never like a, a little small, like, you know, uh, bruised ankle or, you mm-hmm. know, there's always something big. Even when he's at Alabama, when he broke his hip on that play, you know, he's coughing out blood. I mean, he's just a little guy. I mean, I mean, he's not really little. I mean, he's above average height. He's like six feet, but um, just still, man. I don't know if uh, maybe he needs to do something in the off season and just bulk up like crazy. But just just worry about his longevity in the league, man. Right. Yeah, I I, I am too. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, taking a couple back to back concussions like that can do some damage, and and you know, you want to make sure you're healthy. But yeah, I think I think it's you know up to him, his family, his, his you know. He's cleared by the doctors. It's still, you know, still kind of a personal decision if he thinks he's ready to go. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but I was saying he's gonna need somebody protecting him from uh, from himself if, if this uh, stuff keeps up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Then we had the game of the week. I mean, had the Bills and the Chiefs. Great game came down to pretty much the wire. Bills uh, uh hold off the Chiefs. I mean, it looks like they're ready to beat the Chiefs, man. I don't know, man. I mean, your boy Von Miller's going crazy on the back in, in, uh, in, uh, <laughs> in the backfield, getting to Mahomes a bunch of times. You know, pretty much uh, that's what they paid him for. Uh, I think he's definitely going to be one of the difference makers uh, if they see each other again in uh, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. You know, Von, he's, you know, that's why you go out and pay him the big money, right? Like, you want you want to get the pressure on, on Mahomes, especially late in the game, you know, cause him to, to hurry things up, make some mistakes. And, and that's that's what happened. That's how they finished off the game, so. Um, yeah, I, you know, I thought it was it was a good game. I think that you know pro- people probably expected a little more offense, but but uh, defenses really showed up, played well, and and uh, made it tough for for both quarterbacks. And and ultimately, Allen made the the big pass to to Knox to win the game after he leaped over a defender to get into you know into the red zone there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, overall, it's good game. Probably probably the two teams you're going to see in the AFC Championship. But this year, it, you know, if things play out, it, it could be in Buffalo. Oh yeah. Now, that's the thing the Chiefs if they meet each other again. But I think last year uh, Buffalo beat them, but then the Chiefs beat them in the playoffs. So I'm definitely gonna have to wait and see what happens with that. But the, when they meet again, the Chiefs are definitely gonna have to get up early mm-hmm. because that that Chiefs defense is gonna struggle stopping uh, that Bills offense. Yeah, I mean everyone's gonna struggle to stop that Bills offense. 
I mean, especially with those rumors that saying Odell might go to Buffalo, that would be uh, dangerous. Pretty much like a, a similar situation as the Rams, but but uh, <laughs> Buffalo, I feel like Buffalo's a lot more potent because they got a mobile quarterback. So for sure, for sure, yeah. And then just like uh, Dick Cups, you know, Diggs is always open. I don't know how he's always open, man. It's wild. Yeah. I was thinking that. I was thinking that. I was watching the game. Like, who's leaving this guy? Yeah, I was watching the game with somebody. They're like, how is he always open? I was like, man. I, I was thinking the same exact thing. I had to explain it to him. I was like, man, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs don't play man to man. So they just play zone. If you go sit in the, and sit, sit between the zones, and I mean, you're going to be wide open, man. But yeah, yep. Then we had the uh, the second best game of the week, and we had the Cowboys and the Eagles. That game was looking like it's going to be a blowout until uh, the uh, tackle went out for the uh, for the for the Eagles, and then uh, that Cowboys defense woke up, man. Yeah, they did. They they uh, you know they 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 took a a strange route in the first first half. The Eagles, but I felt like it played nicely. They kind of left Micah Parsons unblocked for the most part. And just mm-hmm. kind of and, and kind of went after his wherever he was leaving, right? Yep. So so I think that that played well. AJ Brown got a couple nice catches, and, and Eagles uh, looked like they were humming a little bit. But yeah, then once uh, once uh, was it, Johnson, it was, yeah, Lane Johnson went out. It was uh, it, it just made it more difficult. So and the defense came back. The offense started playing a little better for for Dallas, but but uh, ultimately the, the Eagles came out on top. Uh, finished it off with a, a Devonta Smith touchdown. And uh, and Cooper Rush just uh, couldn't couldn't bring it back. Oh yeah, but I mean Dak Dak is gonna be coming back this week as well, so it's gonna be interesting to see how things play out because uh, next time they meet up, Dak is gonna be the quarterback. So yeah. maybe it's gonna be interesting to see how if they open things up. Um, Darius Slay was out there slaying people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he does I mean, that. Yeah, pretty much uh, shutting down corners, shutting down pretty much the side of the field, and they got Bradbury on the other side. So. They're going to be a uh, formidable opponent once they meet up again. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully the Giants can sneak a game against them, too. Giants beat uh, Giants beat Dallas. That was their only loss going into that game, right? Yeah, the only loss is Dallas. But, yeah. I mean. When are so, the Eagles up? Uh, I think. Uh, I know we got the Jaguars this week. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, no, six weeks. Okay, wow. <laughs> Yeah, we got them in six weeks and then the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun if if, if uh, Eagles are undefeated until we play in the last game of the season. We beat them. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Been, been there before. Uh, yeah, I mean the Eagles are projected to win pretty much every game for the rest of the season. So I don't I don't think they can, but it will be interesting to see if the, if that's how things play out though. Yeah, that's that's a that's a lot to ask, especially. Uh, yeah, I mean it's just just tough to win that many games in, in the NFL. Definitely is. Especially with the extra game now, so yeah. I mean, uh, I just looked at their schedule quickly. I mean, it's it's not out of out of the realm of possibility. Packers be a tough one, and then at the Giants in December. Yeah, if they can get to if they can get to that first Giants game undefeated, that'd be that'd be a that'd be a, a good one. Yeah, then because pretty, pretty much is uh one two three four more games after that. So yeah, they got to go into Chicago, which is never easy in December, and then uh, at uh, Dallas. So. Yeah, but I think the Chicago game would would be easy because they they're going to run the ball a lot, um, even yeah. though it's going to be cold. Should, and you, um, just, you just never know going into Chicago. Yeah, those games get sloppy, especially if it's like a rainy, or crazy, crazy like weather. Yeah, rain or game. snow or something. Yeah, and then then we got Week Seven coming up. I mean, not too many great games here. I mean, we got the Saints and the Cardinals. Two teams are struggling. Uh, Michael Thomas is out again, just moving back to IR. Shocker. So, yeah. Um, but hey, I got uh I got Hopkins playing this week, coming back from the steroid suspension. Definitely looking forward to see uh how much of a difference he makes on that team and how how the team uh operates now that he'll be back. Yeah, and and you know, I think that Kyler Murray's talked a lot about him and, and the stats. I mean, just look at the stats. I think they're like a seven fifty team with, with him and, you know, like two and ten without him or something like that. Something crazy. He definitely changes that offense. I think he just open like open not not only for like himself he's obviously you know probably top five receiver in the NFL but opens up it'll open up guys like Ertz and and you know I know Hollywood Brown's out now for it looks like a month or so but guys mm-hmm. like that that it, it'll it'll help too and, and it, I think it just it opens up the offense just in general and it lets Kyler kind of run around a little more 
Yeah, because uh, Hopkins is a guy you got to pay attention to because his uh, catch radius is everywhere. So oh, yeah. if if you if you're not if you don't have a top corner covering him, you're gonna have to make sure you you have a, a safety over the top just to make sure he doesn't beat you. Um, yeah, a guy catches everything. He's so, got like some of the best hands I've ever seen. Yeah, he has like four drops in like two years. Something <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> so definitely, definitely looking forward to see seeing um how that plays out. For sure. Then we're gonna have the Browns and the Ravens. Pretty much a uh, a bounce back game to see for for both teams. They need to get back on track. Um, not really expecting much from the Browns, but definitely more from the Ravens. But the Ravens have been struggling this season. They pretty much we mentioned it before. They haven't been. Uh, down much compared to you know the time just, of possession. They just can't finish games off. It seems like. Yeah, man. I don't know what it is, man. Maybe it's the play calling, or or maybe maybe they just got to get up early and. I mean, they maybe just not executing. You know. Yeah, they they got to figure out something. Maybe run the board ball more. Yeah, or, this could this could be a, a get right game for them against the Browns, who are kind of flailing a little bit right now. But I also feel bad too because Lamar's in the. He's in the contract year, and he started off hot, but then now all of a sudden uh, the team's struggling. So it makes it seem like, all right, I want this much, but you know he's uh he hasn't really been performing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. It's it's you know ultimately it 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 lands on the quarterback. No matter you know he could be playing awesome, but you know even even so, it still lands on him to to uh, get these uh, get these wins get that contract oh yeah it definitely does that's that's his main thing for not resigning from uh the first offer they gave him so mm-hmm. uh one of the one of the uh bad things about betting on yourself when it doesn't go according to plan so mm-hmm. but he'll definitely get his money but i don't I don't think it'll be as much uh guaranteed as he wanted so yeah then we had the giants and the jaguars uh, definitely a winnable game for the giants definitely looking forward to uh see what they put on the field see if uh things open up more for danny dimes saquon's been killing it and then hopefully we get some some of these receivers healthy. Not 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 much else here, but definitely want to be uh, ready to play because that Jaguars offense is uh they can put up some points. They can, yeah, absolutely. Then we got your Jets and the Broncos. I mean, I don't want to say it, man, but you guys are gonna pretty much run all over the Broncos, man. I don't know, man. The defense is good, so that's that's the problem. Defense has has uh has kept uh has kept you know Denver in these games, and, and I'm sure they're annoyed because it's like it almost seems like every time they uh, they get a stop, it's like three and out, and they're back on the field. So the the defense has been good. I mean, they kept Herbert to you know 19 points. Well, I think it was like one touchdown, all field goals, four field yeah, goals. Yeah, yeah, and and he threw the ball I think 57 times, and only for like 230 yards. So the the defense has been good. Their problem has been on offense. Uh, Russell Wilson just like uh, he's just. He's not the same guy. Yeah, I don't think it's only him. But I think definitely he gets the majority to blame. But I think definitely the you guys have a better defensive line than the offensive line, so you're definitely going to be all up in their backfield, shutting them down. Mm-hmm. And and their running back situation is pretty much up in the air. I mean, ever since uh, uh what's his name, Javante went out. Yep. Pretty much the now they got Murray. Murray's getting more snaps. And your boy fumble 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 brewski. Um they sat him pretty much the second half of the game. And then uh what was his uh Ebo, Iman or whatever his name is, the other running back. Uh, oh yeah. Boone. Oh yeah, Boone. That's what I was talking about. Uh, I had to drop him, man. Um Yeah, because they went full Latavius Murray. Yeah, which didn't make any sense. I'm like, yo, this guy just got here, man. Why is, why is he getting hung all these snaps? But uh it looks like they got a lot to figure out over there offensively. Yeah, definitely. They're, uh, you know, I think I think it, it it ultimately boils down to to Wilson, and you know he looked good on a couple of the drives there in the first half, but you know I think he he was like I don't know two for thirteen in the second half, and you know didn't even really look Jerry Judy's way, and it, it was ugly. Yeah, I, f- I also felt like they were passing too much. I think at, at, at halftime they only had like seven runs. Like it was just like you definitely supposed to be running the ball way more than that. Yeah. And then we had the. Uh, we're gonna have the Seahawks and the Chargers. That should be a decent game. Seattle is actually three and three, so the Chargers are four and two, set in second place, but in that division. But uh, I wouldn't. I mean, the Seahawks—they're not bad, man. They're well coached. They got a few pieces. It's gonna be interesting to see. Char- Chargers have been struggling lately too. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think that uh, well, Chargers are just injured, right? I mean, they're down. They're down all over the place. Um, and and uh, the Seahawks, yeah, like you said, I think uh, you know. 
Pete's got those guys coached up well. Gino's doing his thing, you know, and now they got they got Kenny Walker the third out there running around. So yeah, you know, if the defense is <laughs> serviceable, I think they'll be okay. I mean, I don't know, man. We're gonna have to wait and see. I, I wouldn't put it past uh, Seattle. I feel like they're playing with like a chip on their shoulder. I feel that's where all the the reject players go to uh, rebuild their career. Not really. Mm-hmm rebuild their career, but uh, all the guys that uh, people don't want kind of go to Seattle. So, yeah. And then we're going to have the Chiefs and uh, 49ers. It's probably going to be the game of the week. 49ers, have, they have a great defense. They've been struggling offensively. Uh, Chiefs definitely need to bounce back after the loss to the Bills. So, definitely should be a good game. Mm-hmm. Probably still going to roll with the Chiefs on this one, though. Yeah, 49ers are, are kind of a, a weird team for me, too. I feel like sometimes they look awesome, and then other times it looks like they, they don't know how to play football. They had that one game against Denver, and then this past weekend against Atlanta, they were just, you know, I know they had some guys out, again, on the defensive side of the ball, but it's just, you know, just just odd that they, you know, they gave up that many points to that Atlanta team. Yeah, man, that's the thing. They uh, sometimes like Jacqueline Hyde. So I know. If uh, if they don't show up, then everything on, on any side of the ball, then everything just goes south. They all got, they got to be running all, all cylinders on mm-hmm. both sides of the ball. Uh, damn, man, Julius Randle just got dunked on. Then we have the Steelers and the Dolphins. Two teams are trying to get back. Probably a game I'm not going to watch, to be honest. Um, this <laughs> yeah, is not... this, this is one where I'm probably going to bet it after the first quarter or halftime. I'm not, I'm not long for this one either, most likely. Um, but again, you know, I think it's it's one of these games that, you know, when people start to doubt Mike Tomlin is, is when he gets his guys up the most. And I think, you know, people pretty much wrote off the Steelers and they – they come out and, and beat uh beat Brady and the Bucks and, and now you know they they're in a primetime game against the Dolphins who are again flailing a little bit I would say uh and if two is not playing I think that that, that changes it but if two is in there um still a tough passing offense to to defend um I wouldn't I, you know I could see, I think Miami is a seven point favorite this game I could see this going any either way yeah pretty much uh, whoever whoever can uh get it going offensively but most likely it'll probably be the Dolphins based off the weapons they have so mm-hmm. then we got the Bears and the Patriots um, another one I'm probably not going to watch probably try <laughs> to see if there's an NBA game or something on a Monday night but definitely want the Patriots to win so uh gives the, the Giants a better pick with this uh, Bears first round pick so yeah it, it it's, a, it's a it's a bad Bears team they gotta go into Gillette um, I could see this being a, a low scoring game and, and Patriots you know win something like 21 nothing or 21-3, one of these types of games where they, uh, you know, just, just ram it down the Bears' throat all night. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the Bears are going to struggle, man. They don't really have many weapons, not as good as defensively as they used to be back in the days. So, I mean, they don't have a first-round pick the next year. Nope, nope. So, they're they going to have to either try, try to uh, swindle some free agent there or some kind of trade to get a receiver or a weapon. Because uh, Fields gonna need some help. Yeah, they 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 absolutely do. And then uh, that's pretty much all the games. I mean, outside of that, I mean, we just got the McCaffrey watch. You know, they put out a list of some teams that uh could probably use the services. Pretty much all of them are pretty top top you know top tier teams. I mean, they mentioned the Bills, the Broncos, the Chiefs, the Rams, the Dolphins, 49ers, and then the Commanders. Be teams that will be looking to get his services. But I mean, if he goes to the Bills and the Bills get Odell, I mean. I might have to stop watching the football, man. <laughs> yeah, I think the the Bills are more preseason that they they inquired. I don't, I'm not sh- so sure that they jump in now, maybe. But it'd be interesting if if the Rams were somehow able to acquire them. Uh, you know, they just seem like they 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 can do magic out there with that. Uh, with the running back. Well, it's just it's they can do magic with their salary cap. Like, how do you get all these guys in there? I mean, they don't have any draft picks left to trade, so like. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they trade a twenty thirty, man. It's <laughs> 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 something crazy, man. I know, I know. But I mean, that's they don't really care too much about the picks, man. They're just trying to win now. Um, they kind of feel like their window's closing. Uh, you know, way the yeah. teams been playing and the pieces they lost. So, you know, maybe they maybe they do try to make that push. But I'm definitely looking forward to seeing if uh, if he gets moved into what team because I think it's gonna make a huge. Uh, yeah. difference if it's to one of those teams like the rams or the bills or even the chiefs yeah yeah it, it, it will it'll uh i mean if he gets onto a contender where he's not you know he's got some some other offensive weapons to 
you know, kind of free him up a little bit, I think that then that, that gets interesting, right? Like, he can be pretty dynamic if, if he's not the main focus of the, uh, you know, the, the d- defense to stop. <laughs> yeah, that's what's that. If, he, if he's on a team with some other weapons, it's going to be a long day for somebody. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think that's it for the uh, NFL. And then uh, on to the NBA. NBA kicked off Tuesday night. Uh, definitely, we had uh, we had just Celtics uh, put the smack down on the 76ers. How are you feeling after after the uh, little butt whipping? Good. Yeah, it felt good. I thought Celtics played well. You can obviously see the difference that Malcolm Brogdon's already made coming off the bench and leading that second team. Obviously, the Jays played well. I, I still think that they're you know they're going to miss Rob Williams, uh, but as long as he's healthy for the postseason, I think that's what matters. I think. Guys like Vonley and, and Horford can, can hang tough, but they're going to need someone that can can really you know dominate down low because you're not going to stand a chance against the the Bucks or uh, the Heat with Bam with without Rob in there. But you know, first first game, uh, you know, I thought they I thought they played well. Yeah, man, I felt like they didn't really miss a beat as far as you know where they left off last year. You know, Tatum came out blazing. Brown came out, you know, on fire as well. And then you guys got the secret weapon, man. Your boy uh, Brogdon out there coming off the bench, gave mm-hmm. you 16 points. I mean, he's definitely uh, was uh, just moving and grooving out there with the second unit and then as well as the first unit. Just a solid player for you guys. Somebody that can uh, see the open court, get to the hole, hit, hit some shots. I just think you got to – well, I think once uh, 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 Williams comes back, um, you guys will be fine at, the, at that five spot. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I don't think uh, Blake or uh, Von Lee are the answer, man. No, <laughs> no, they're out there to you know soak up some some minutes and get some guys a rest. Uh, and really, Blake has never been you know the best defender in the world. So yeah, I mean he he tries, man, but he does. Uh, but you know Embiid was just too strong. But I feel like Embiid is not a he, he needs to be more aggressive, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I I mean I don't know why Embiid just doesn't take it down every um pretty much every every play and just take it down low and, and back these guys down. I mean, he could, he's so much bigger and stronger than everybody. Yeah. He can be like Shaq like down there, but yeah, I never, I never understand. When, I, I mean, I just don't get it. He's out there shooting three pointers. I'm like, all right. But Hey, I, that's what I said. You know, that was one of the things Shaq called out about him. Like he just needs to stop settling Yeah, and he needs to get down there and, uh, uh make people pay. So yeah, absolutely. And then we had the second game of the night. I mean, we had the, uh, the Warriors, and the Lakers, Warriors got their rings. Pretty much this game went how we thought it would. Warriors <laughs> looked like they didn't miss a beat. Didn't look like there was any fight between Draymond and Jordan Poole. And uh looks like their uh their young talent is ready to go. So they're gonna be a tough team to beat in the uh in the West. So so was that contract for Poole, was that his payoff? Like don't don't sue Draymond or you know, don't press charges. We'll pay hundred and forty million dollars. Nah, I mean <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, if if that was the case, I would ask for more. But, yeah. uh, but you know, it, you know, what that tells is that they're the 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 Warriors are going to go more in the younger direction this off season coming. So I mean, you, Jerry Miles probably going to be out of there, and then um, I mean, we're going to have to wait and see how what how things happen. I mean, they got a lot lot of young talent that's uh, developing. Uh, Wiseman looks good. Uh, mm-hmm. Kaminga. I mean, they got a lot of pieces, man. So yeah, and if you get you know. Andrew Michael Jordan Wiggins in the finals again. I mean, <laughs> Andrew Andrew Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, guy's been the guy was un, unreal. Uh, uh, but yeah, you know, I think they're they're set up well again. If they can again, it's all with them. It's always just can they stay healthy? Can can Clay and Steph make through the year? And can Draymond not you know get suspended and and kicked out of games and things like that? Oh yeah. I mean, they the, the the crazy thing about them is that they play so selfless that the ball just moves. So I know there's just so many just so many things that can uh, kill you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's true. I mean, it's it's uh, it just it looks like you know, I, and they have been playing together for a while, but it looks like these guys have been playing together for 30 years. Like they just know where everyone's gonna be. They don't. No one cares about stats or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they they all know that. You know, that, well now at this point they're all. They've all been paid well and continue to get paid well. So, um, it does think it's like not about the money. No, there's no, no real like egos. No, they just want to win. Yep, exactly. And that that's hard. That's going to be hard to beat, man. Yeah, it is. Especially when you got two of the best shooters in the league on the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but definitely looking forward to see how this plays out as far as uh, how they match up against some of the other teams in the West. The sad thing about it is that the, the Lakers are exactly who we thought they were. So I think they're going to have to make that, that uh, pull that trigger and trade Westbrook for, uh, for a Turner and, uh, and healed man. Mm-hmm. Otherwise they're pretty much going to be a, even, even if they got those two guys, it's pretty much still going to be a play in team. So yeah, it, it, at best, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't see it with them, especially in that, that, that division is just stacked. Yeah. There's like nine teams ahead of them. If you look at it as far yeah. as, uh, that could, <laughs> when you think about playoff teams in the West, um, yeah. but I mean, if anybody could do a LeBron can, so yeah, I, uh, again, we've learned over the years not to not to doubt LeBron, but this this is a tough one even for him, I think. Yeah, especially when guys can, can't stay healthy. Um, so I mean, if if uh, Davis can't stay healthy, then it's going to be pretty much another wasted season. So that's why I was surprised when he resigned, <laughs> unless he knows something that we don't know, and they trade him both of them. So yeah, but, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this Lakers team and how it all the whole Westbrook thing plays out, and and what is. Uh, what does the future look like for LeBron and 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 AD? Oh yeah, the, the clock is ticking. He had, he actually had a new commercial. I would look look kind of funny. It was like him versus Father Time, and they had uh, the Jason Momoa playing Father Time. What's that? They have a new commercial out with uh, LeBron versus Father Time. Oh yeah, have, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, that was kind of funny. But I think LeBron's just waiting until uh, his son gets drafted before he uh, <laughs> before he makes any moves. Just wants to play uh, one season with his son, and he's gonna retire. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> then he'll then he'll uh, go buy a team or something. You got enough money too, that's for sure. Oh yeah. You go buy the Suns. He should go buy the Suns. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think I don't think they'll let him buy no. as a player, as an active no. player. So he should um, have his investment team go buy it. I don't know, man. They might be. They might consider a conflict of interest too. Yeah, man. yeah. So even I mean that's what he could, but I'm trying to think if maybe in what. Uh, I say three or four years. I'm trying to think what team will be up for sale. Maybe the Knicks. Nah. <laughs> you hope you hope the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, but the crazy thing is, is this guy still owns a freaking building. But <laughs> whatever, let him own the building. Let him <laughs> let him make his money on the rent. He charges the teams. I mean, it's, it's same same with the 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 uh, TD Garden. The the Celtics don't Celtics, own it. Yeah. The the Bruins owner owns the the and leases it leases it to the Celtics. You Celtics. Know? Yeah, but he owns he owns the Knicks, the building, and the and the Rangers. Man, that guy and and everyone in New York hates him. That's a great. Uh, yeah, it is, but that's a great <laughs> that's, that's a great trifecta. Oh, it, it is. I mean, he he could he could sell he could sell both teams and the building and and. Uh, you know, disappear and and no one would know the difference. That's what I never understand about these guys. Like I understand owning the teams, but like like when you get as much crap as a guy like Dolan or like right now like with Dan Snyder in Washington, like Snyder could sell sell the the Commanders and and make you know whatever five billion dollars whatever it would would take to get that team and just take his money and just go you know live on an island somewhere for the rest of his life and no one would you know I mean I I, I don't know I I. I I get but, these guys have the egos, right? And they want to they want to feed their egos. And, you know, at this point, it's not even about the money. It's just how how can I make more money and, and be this powerful, you know, whatever. But it's just it's crazy to me. I, I think you get to a certain point where you're just like, I just don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, for them, it's definitely the egos. I mean, if you think about it, you're in a elite class, so to say, as far as uh, like who you're mm-hmm. hanging out with, you're hanging out sure. with other owners, stuff like that compared to. Like if you sold the team, it's just you. Even though you can do the same thing, but yeah, you're not necessarily in that club anymore. So yeah, and people aren't talking about you. About you, yeah. Some some people like being in the spotlight, aka Jerry Jones. Yo, oh, yeah. Um. So I mean, some people live for that. Some people like to feel important. Yep. It's kind of like the same aspect, like when COVID hit. Like when COVID hit, people didn't know how to just do nothing. Right. 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 Um. So, I mean, that just it's, it's just something people would have to uh, you would have to learn or get adjusted to or um, be able to do it. But a lot of people can't, man. Especially yeah, when you're at when you've been in that the limelight for so long. I mean, you got celebrities coming to your games. You know, you're just rubbing shoulders with a uh, what they deem to be important people. So yeah, no, I get it. It's just not how I would operate. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like you in here. The only time you see me is like during draft time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'd be, I, I, I do like. I feel like Robert Kraft does it, does it, does it well. 
you know, he, he, he kind of stays out of it for the most part and, and, and lets, you know, Bill run the team. I mean, uh, occasionally, you know, he'll pop in and say a few things, but other than that, I think he's, he's like the, you know, he's still, you know, rubbing shoulders with all those guys, having parties mm-hmm. and doing all that stuff. But, you know, when it comes to like the football operations, he's just, you know, he's more of a fan, I think. Yeah, he's definitely not. He's not one of the people that hires a GM and then overrides. Yeah, I mean, what's the point? I mean, might as well, you might as well just be Jerry Jones that Jones, way. Yeah. You can do all the negotiating and all that stuff. Yeah, but definitely, like, like you said, man, it's something that uh, people have to get adjusted to. Yep. And then um, you got some other games on tonight. Uh, you got the Knicks playing the, the Grizzlies. Was getting a little out of hand, but it's gotten a little closer. But uh, right now, down by six. Gonna be interesting to see if uh, Knicks can put a put together a little run to uh, try to win this game because uh, John Moran is killing us. <laughs> yeah, uh, Memphis is still good at basketball, it seems. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they got John Morant, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a, uh, the head of the snake. That's uh, you know, the you know, the speed of the coach. What they say, the speed of the coach. Um, and he's moving, man. So everybody else yeah. is moving. So. Yep. Uh, then we got some other games. You got the Magic playing Detroit. Not checking out that game. Um, Wizards and Pacers. And we got Pelicans beating up on Brooklyn tonight. Boy Zion going crazy on them. And then, uh, I mean, Kyrie was struggling. So was uh, Ben Simmons. Even though we're not expecting too much from him, but the Pelicans look they're gonna be a, great, a hard team to stop with that uh that the big three they have with Zion, Bi, and uh um McCollum. Yeah, yeah, that's that could be a good team this year. It's a sneaky good team. Yeah, man. Then we got the Hawks and the Rockets. I think that was a close game. Then the Rockets caught up. Bulls versus Heat. That should be a good game as well. They're playing now. Then uh Cleveland versus the Raptors. Then there's OKC versus the Timberwolves. That should be a, no, no, never mind. That's not a good game. Um, <laughs> then uh, Phoenix versus Dallas after this game. Then the Knicks game. So that's definitely gonna be a good game. Um, Dallas knocked them out of the playoffs last year. Um, even though I'm not a fan of Phoenix, uh, I, it's gonna be good to see uh, your boy Luca because uh, he's been balling yeah. out all summer. Still lost a little weight. I mean, he's a he's one of those people that just wants the ball, which is the the great thing. The guy loves uh, to play basketball. Yep. So he's gonna be all in the, all in the, uh, similar to LeBron, man. He's like a triple double, walking triple double, man. Yeah, he is. Then uh, it's Portland versus the Kings. No, I'm definitely not watching that game. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then uh, Denver versus Utah. Maybe check out Denver for a little bit, but uh, wouldn't wouldn't watch that whole game. Did Did you uh watch any of the the the, the games on the past now? Uh, not yet, no, because I'm watching the Yankees. Yankees and the Astros. Yeah, I mean, let's get right to it, man. Um, Yankees playing the Astros right now. Fingers crossed. Playing against our arch nemesis. They've been killing us for years, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's the third time in uh, six years they've they've met in the uh, LCS, and uh, you know the Yankees are looking to to break through on these guys. Um, but you know, I I think it was a good good uh, good game five yesterday. Knockout Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland played them tough, but but here's where uh, here's where the playoffs really start with with these guys. And you know you got Verlander dealing right now, and and Tyone's been good on 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 the Yankee side, and I uh, got some good defensive plays out in the outfield from Judge, Stanton, and Bader. But this is going to be, you know, this is going to be a tough one. The, the the Yankees bullpen is clearly like two guys, three guys maybe, um, and and they're uh, they're going to need a lot from from their starting pitching. Oh yeah, or they're going to need hitters. Uh, they're going to have to go crazy one, on hitters. One one way or the other, they're going to need they're going to need one. You know, it, it points probably both. They need some hitting. Uh, they haven't really been hitting it hitting a ton. I think they batted like 182 in the series against Cleveland, um, but had timely home runs. Uh, this series, they're gonna they're gonna need some hitting. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, the Astros, like I said, man, they just had our number. Just when we thought things couldn't go uh, right, it, it, it just doesn't, man. Just against this team, just bad. I don't, I don't know if you want to call it bad luck or maybe they're still stealing our signs, man. I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> just just can't just can't get past them. Uh, kind of yeah. like uh, you know the Pistons to Jordan, you know during those early years, but. I know. And and the thing is, they're they're two. I would say they're two pretty similar teams in, in how they're built. The, the Astros probably have a little more depth in their lineup, but obviously on the back end of that bullpen, they're they're much better. And and uh, but I think they're they're built similar. They're they're built to hit home runs and and uh, you know we just struggle against them though. That's I, crazy. I know it's 
it's it's not it's not like they're getting blown out ever. It's always these close games. They just can't win in the end. Yeah, it's like two ones. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. three three twos. It's yeah. like that's the thing, man. You gotta in order to be great, you gotta you have to overcome something great, man. Yep. So it's always gonna be a, a roadblock on on that path to greatness. So you know, hopefully we can overcome this and. I mean, there's not really much, many other teams left. I feel like uh, we would be worried about, you know, if we had to pay to play the Padres or, or the Phillies or Phillies. So, yeah, and and I, I think that yeah, if you get by these guys uh, in the NL, you know, like you said, you got the Padres and the Phillies going. It's one-one now. The Phillies or Padres had a nice comeback today. They were down four nothing, looking like going down two zero and having to go into Philly. Um, ended up coming back and winning, and and that's a you know that's a couple couple of uh, bruiser teams there too um so you know a lot of a lot of living and dying by the home run in that series as well they got some good good starting pitching on on both sides so it's uh you know that that series to me could go probably go seven go either way you know i prefer probably you know for if if the yankees win i prefer to see philly just because it's close and it's fun and there's like a little bit of rivalry there Mm -hmm. san diego is kind of i don't know it's it's san diego um they beat him in 2000 but other than that I, you know san diego's kind of been on the on the bottom side of a lot of these uh years in in, in the nl west uh obviously on the up and coming now but mm-hmm, due to the dodgers but True. uh and what's the name is uh suspended too which is uh oh, Tatis, yeah. Tatis, yeah which is crazy because they you know they pretty much uh, got this far without him so but definitely uh, happy. I would be happy with uh, uh, playing either team, but definitely wouldn't, wouldn't mind playing the Phillies more. Just to beat yeah. up Bryce. Just the just the star power and this is better. I don't feel well, not better, but more notable. Uh, if you had like let's say Bryce Harper versus uh, um, Aaron Judge, I mean that's more some you could sell. MLB can sell. Yeah. What's that like a headline or so? Right. Most people don't really know who, who who's on the Padres. Maybe Soto, but that might be it. Soto and Machado. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, I mean, a bunch of guys that that most people wouldn't know. Definitely not. And then uh, it's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right, so this week is a is a one one pan meal. It's a it's a orzo Greek orzo. Uh, sorry, a Greek orzo with chicken. So pretty pretty easy to make. I was looking for something that was kind of healthy and, and and easy to make. So uh, just start with some uh, some chicken breast. I cut them into like little chunks, probably you know a couple inches by a couple inches. Um, dusted them in some uh, some flour that had some salt, pepper. And garlic powder in it. Okay. Um, got those a little bit of olive oil on the stove. Got those uh, frying up a little bit. Not all the way through. Probably just a few minutes on each side to get them browned up. Took them off. Uh, threw them on the on a plate, and then um, tossed in a, an onion and some garlic uh, with a little more olive oil. Got that stirred up, and then uh, uh, for seasoning, threw in some, some fresh thyme. What else was in there? Fresh thyme. Some Red uh, red chili pepper flakes, salt pepper, and uh, one more paprika. Stirred that all up with the onions and the garlic, uh, and and then um, threw in some uh, chicken stock and some white wine and the orzo. So got that all in there uh, and cooking. Got that to a nice little boil. Rendered it down for a, a few minutes and then tossed in tossed the chicken back in. Uh, and then covered it and let it cook for about 10 or 12 minutes till, till everything kind of cooked through. And then really, you know, all from there was just, um, you know, put it in a dish, uh, topped it with some feta cheese. Uh, you could you could throw some tzatziki in there if you wanted to. Um, I didn't just just the feta on, on this one for me and then and then a little bit of parsley on top. Oh, man, that sounds good, man. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It, it, it was uh, it was it was pretty good. It's not, you know, again, not. Not a, not a hard dish to make on a weeknight and, and uh, you know, minimal cleanup. Well, r- roughly how long did uh, that, that dish take to make? Probably took a half hour. Oh, that's cl- that's clutch right there. Yeah. And then uh, what would you guys uh, drink that down with? Okay. All right. So we went back to uh, 
Sweet Union Brewery. I, I think I did the uh, the Astro Pterodactyl a couple weeks ago. This one um, you know, has kind of become our, our, our go-to brewery on Thursdays and, and trying some different beers there. And one that I we ha- I had last week that I really liked uh, it was a it's called Living Fantasy. It's a it's a hazy session IPA they call it. Uh, so it's it comes in at five point four percent, so kind of lower on the ABV side. Uh, mm-hmm. Like most sessions are usually between you know four to five and a half percent somewhere in there. Um, but still had that kind of flavor profile that that, that you know you like in those kind of those hazier IPAs get, get some fruity flavors in there, the pineapple, little grapefruit in there. Uh, they, this brewery likes to use a Simcoe. Again, I think I've told you, I'm not really a huge Simcoe hop fan, but when they mix it with some of the other ones, it, it, uh, it, it blends pretty well, which is nice. Um, so overall I thought it was, it was really good. Um, you know, you can have a couple of them without, you know, again, <laughs> be, be fine to drive home. And uh, yeah, grabbed grabbed a four pack to go and 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 had that with the meal. It was uh, it was pretty good. I give it like uh, again, it's it, I would say it's it's pretty pretty on par, pretty average, and and probably throw it at like a seven point three. That's not too shabby. No, that's a uh, almost almost at the solid tier, but uh, definitely uh, something that uh, you won't regret drinking. So right, right. Yeah, they, they've had a, they've had a couple beers. I, I tried. They had a coffee blonde over there too that was pretty good. I think I, I think I told you about the one that was kind of weird. This one was more like a regular pale ale that was just a little bit of coffee. So, um, but yeah, they've had some good beer over there. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad it hasn't been uh, too many bad ones. Yeah, now, there's a couple a couple I've I've left off that uh, you know we'll we'll talk about at a later date. But um, <laughs> the one the ones we will not speak of. <laughs> yeah, the ones we will not speak of. Yes, but definitely uh, glad you guys are finding some, uh, you know, some uh, nice little uh, spots as far as uh, breweries and uh, uh, good ones as far as uh, beers and stuff. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, that's JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then for uh, this week for the BRRs, I mean, we had the final episode of C, the final, uh, this you know, series finale, pretty much, uh, pretty much three seasons. Uh, good show. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of was disappointed on how it ended because uh, I won't give it away. But uh, the main guy dies. He didn't. I felt like he didn't have to die, but yeah, I don't want to give it away in case you go to watch it. But definitely, it was definitely a decent show. Only three seasons. Uh, some you can check out. I kind of felt like they try to you know jam pack everything towards the end. But definitely, you could see if uh, if it went on for more seasons, the direction they were going in. And I felt like it was a lot left they could have did, but you know, the show ended, man. Overall, probably between the three seasons, probably give it like a a seven point five out of ten. That's pretty good. Yeah, I say it has that Game of Thrones feel, but everybody's blind, so right. you know it's a lot. Uh, it, but it's not as schemey as Game of Thrones, where like the different houses, because it, it, like they were just getting into the other factions and stuff like that. So that's so sad. I felt like it was a lot more. Um, they could have did, but you know, everything was cut short. Mm-hmm. And then we had, uh, I mean, we had house of dragons, man, you know, some, uh, more, sch- more scheming stuff going on. Uh, I felt like the sister could have ended, ended it all. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have even had any game of Thrones or anything else. If, uh, she just would have burned everybody with that damn dragon, man. Yeah. I, I, I think that it, it came down to like the moral thing, right? Like she didn't want to just 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 burn it all down without you know going to Rhaenyra's first and and uh you know letting her know what's going on i mean could have torched everything there and and then who knows what happens from there uh, but i think it was more of like a just like just that moral you know incapability of of, of, of torch i wish she just torched Otto to be honest that guy's a freaking jackass i <laughs> would have been perfectly fine if she torched that a-hole and just kept moving yeah but i mean like, I mean, th- that was one of the best looking dragons I've seen um, yeah. out of uh, out of any of the dragons too. So um, that was a great that was a great looking scene too. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was cool. That was just how that whole thing happened. It was, I thought it was pretty awesome. Yeah, and I feel like uh, I feel like the son is going to be. Uh, he's definitely not listening to the mom now. So it, it seems like he's. I feel like he's going to be more out um, out for blood, basically, and uh, which is what she's going to be against. So. Mm-hmm. But definitely looking forward to uh, the season finale coming up this Sunday. Hope they give us like a two-hour episode or something. But definitely looking forward to uh, seeing what happens. 
because you know she's going back to uh, the daughter. Yeah, she's going back to to Rhaenyra's, Yep. So, you know they're going to be uh, mounting up their dragons versus the other uh, squad with dragons. So we might get some uh, little dragon action here and there. Somebody's going to die. So. <laughs> well, you know that's happening. Yeah. Um, but definitely looking forward to seeing what happens. I'm still surprised we still didn't see the, the Night King yet or really uh, hint anything about I mean, they did talk about him a little bit the, in the yeah, war. But, um, yeah, kind of. But the, I think the, the daughter's a little... The other daughter's... Um, the queen's daughter's like a little prophet. I wonder if she was the... Um, she becomes the girl the, that likes the sun god or whatever. I forget her name. What her name was. That's obsessed okay. with the, the sun god or whatever it was called. Who was the you remember the lady that's obsessed with the sun god or the oh, god yeah. of the light? Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if the queen's daughter becomes that because you, you, if you know that she's always saying like little prophet stuff like right yeah, before a, stuff she's happens. A, she's an odd, odd, odd duck that the the uh, um, the daughter there. Yeah. So I wonder how what the relationship or correlation is with her on how uh, things play out. Yeah. But definitely. Yeah. See what, I, I, they, see what they can wrap up this weekend. You know, there's a lot going on. I think, uh, you know, you still don't know where Corliss Cor- is. He's supposedly mortally wounded. Rain, I Rain think he's chilling. Going, yeah, I think he's <laughs> chilling too. I would be. He's probably chilling with uh, Lanor out in the in the free land over there, <laughs> getting away from everybody. You know, plotting um, plotting on something. Yeah, and then you know what's obviously Aegon. You know, doesn't want to be king, but he likes when mm-hmm. people are cheering for him. So. It it kind of reminded me of Joffrey a little bit, how like yeah. Joffrey like didn't really want to do it, but then they're like, once he got in there, he's like he kind kind of got like power greedy. Yeah, power trip. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, so I I feel like something like that's gonna happen, but Amon Amon sitting there like give me the give me the throne, like I, I can run this place. So it'll be interesting to see. Like obviously there's there's gonna be some sort of battle because Rhaenerys isn't gonna just take this laying down like you know, and I just I just love how. Uh, like that whole scene in, in the freaking uh, with the king's uh, 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 dra- uh, dragons. What? Uh, what's that place? No. Yeah, whatever it's called, where it's the king's council there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 they, you know, she basically went in and was like, "We're making Aegon king because you know Viserys had said that that's what." And then they're like, "Oh." Thank God we didn't have to go through with our other plan. Plan, yeah. <laughs> Guys, freaking like what's his face? Um, such a freaking oh, little yeah. uh, little dirt bag. Like pounds the old guy's head into the, into the table. Like, come on, bro. Now I'm not gonna lie. I was a little upset. Homeboy got killed though. The other uh, uh, king's guard, the one that was like, I'm not going to stand for this. Just let me know when uh, you guys like crown a king or whatever. And then um, you remember when um, the other guard snook uh, the the sister out? Home, the home, the homeboy. I was homeboy that was hanging up and I got uh, that got hung in the castle. Oh, that was that was the guy that was trying to leave. I thought, right? No, no, that was. I think that was the. Uh, no, that that was the guy. That was the, remember the guy that was like trying to leave to go tell Renaris what was going on. Oh no, I thought they killed him somewhere else. I, no, I, I, think, that, I, I think they hung him. I'm gonna have to go back and see, man. Yeah, see which think, guy that was. I think they hung that, hung that guy that was trying to leave. Cause I was like, oh man, they got my boy. He just he just he, he just wanted to serve a real king, man. He he wasn't all all this politics, but yeah, uh, no, they they killed him in in the in the king's council. No, 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 no. Which one are you talking about? The, I'm talking about the guy that um the the other the other night. Oh, that guy. Oh no, I I think that he's. He's 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 um loyal to whoever the king is. He's like basically just like let me know when there's a king, I'll be back. Um, the uh, I thought it I thought it was you know remember the guy, remember one of the houses the guy wouldn't he didn't want to he didn't want to uh, pledge or bend the knee to Aegon and was basically like for, he forced was forced to do it because they were just like taking out people that were saying no. Yeah, and Littlefoot was watching them and then he uh yeah he was trying to leave on a horse and they yeah, and they knocked him yeah, up yeah yeah I think that was a guy that was hanging. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and see, man. But definitely, uh, definitely looking forward to the season finale. Maybe, maybe they ended on the Night King. Like they show him being created or something. Yeah. Um, but definitely looking forward to uh, seeing what happens this uh, yeah. last episode. For sure. And then uh, outside of that, um, I mean, not too much else. I mean, American Horror Story is coming back. You know, if you want to get in your Halloween vibes, checked out uh, Halloween Ends. It wasn't bad, man. 
I'm not gonna lie, it ended. <laughs> Probably not gonna see another uh, Halloween movie unless they do another reboot. Uh, I don't want to give away what happens, but it, def- it definitely had a little plot twist to it. Some stuff happened, and it looked like it was going in one direction, and then <laughs> it was a huge plot twist. You know, things changed up, and then uh, just went back to normal. And then, um, you know, some stuff happened. You know, some people died, and uh, a lot of br- a lot of br- brutal killings. Um, don't want. That's I don't want to give anything away, but definitely, um, definitely wasn't a bad ending for uh, a series. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully this is it. I mean, I don't know how long they can drag this thing on for. It's gonna be like the the kids of Halloween now. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to. That's the, I don't want to give it away. But I mean, he's definitely dead. <laughs> he's definitely dead. But as I said, uh, you never know how what Hollywood decides to to do a spinoff or because you know there's still some people uh, that are related to it that are still alive, and you never know if they do a reboot. Because um, you know that's the big thing. There's always a, a reboot. A reboot is another way to milk a franchise. So yeah. Yep. Because there'll be a whole nother generation that never heard of this movie, never seen this movie. You know, maybe they could just give it a different name. Because, you know, some of these, like some of these horror, horror uh, stories and movies, I feel like they they could really never die. No. Um, not, not as far as like the movie wise, but I mean, amongst like, you know, fans and viewers, people, people would always want to see him, whether it be Chucky, uh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I watched, uh, uh, I watched Child's Play the other night. Yeah. So you gotta check out the Chucky show, man. So <laughs> we just start. I started uh, the Watcher. You're, you, I'm sure you've heard about it in Netflix. Yeah, I watched the first episode. A little slow. Yeah, that's what I said. It was a little slow, but um, definitely looking forward to seeing what happens. Appar- apparently, the ending is like horrific, like really bad. Yeah, it's based on that's, a true story, so. Yeah, yeah. And they filmed it right up in uh, right in Westchester too. So. Did they? Yeah. I filmed it up in uh, New Rochelle and Yonkers, so. Oh, nice. Yeah, it looks like a nice house. Nice area. Yeah, that's uh, New Rochelle. Probably like 10, 15 minutes from me, so. Oh, nice. And then uh, outside of that, there was uh, The Werewolf by Night. It was okay. It's like a little special one-hour uh, episode from a uh, Marvel series about the Werewolf by Night character. Kind of like the supernatural stuff from Marvel, also for the Halloween vibe, so. Definitely something you can check out for a quick watch. Um, doesn't really relate to anything yet, but probably definitely in the future. So um, probably can go back to it if you don't watch it now. Anytime, mm-hmm. whenever you know they start bringing out more stuff about it. Then there's a Barney doc documentary. I think I might check that out. It's called like I Love You, You Hate Me, or something like that. Oh really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm I don't know if it gets into like how people like Barney, didn't like Barney, or the guy that played Barney. Uh, supposedly, it's supposed to be some controversy about it, so I'm definitely going to check that out. Interesting. No, I didn't, I didn't hear that, but that, that should be a good one. And then, um, I mean, we got The Mole. I don't <laughs> know if you've been watching it. There's like, uh, I think the season finale is coming up this Friday, so definitely can check that out. I don't know. I don't know if you guys uh, kept watching not, it or how far yeah, you got we, into we, it yet. Not, I think I'm like three episodes in, not all the way, not all the way caught up yet. Yeah, man. So definitely, uh, that's what, it's not a bad show. Surprisingly, uh, some some that drew me in. So and it's a quick watch. And then uh, we got your honor coming back next month, man. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Um, yep. yep, your honor, Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. So definitely, uh, some some you know fall winter shows coming back. Uh, definitely worth the watch. Hopefully, I can on these parlays too, man. <laughs> What's that? I said, now hopefully, I can hit on these parlays too. So. There you go. There you go. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, Ingram, he, Ingram hit his points. Durant hit his points. Kyrie's like five away, but it's like three minutes left. Ben Simmons needs three rebounds. The game's Dur- over. He yeah, fell Dur- out. Yeah. Durant needs two rebounds and another three. Zion's got his points. McCollum's got his points. Ben Simmons don't got his points. Zion's got his rebounds. I think Paxson's got his rebounds. Yeah, Simmons messed me up on this. Everybody hit but Simmons. It was a free bet, so. Then the Knicks one, nah. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, don't got enough rebounds. Um, RJ didn't hit his points, nowhere near his points. Then we got the Bulls in the Heat. Uh, Jimmy got his points. DeMar got his points. 
how much does Tyler Hero have? Oh, damn. Patrick Williams needed 11 points. And freaking Kyle Lowry needed 10 points. He has two points. Yeah, it's done. It's done. It's only five minutes left. Hero had 23. Yeah, so he got his points. How much does Bam have? Bam has eight. Bastard needs 10. Four for 14 from the field. Yeah, there's still five minutes left in the fourth. Yeah, but Kyle Lowry needs eight with five he, minutes. He oh, needs he, nine. He needs 10. Oh, he needs 11. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 10.5. So you need him to you need him to just hold the uh, take all the shots on the way out here. Yeah, but he's not. He's old. He's not gonna do that. <laughs> so we still got Phoenix and uh, still got a big big one for the Phoenix game, Phoenix uh, Mavericks game. So nice. And that's about it, man. Awesome. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>